Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be discussing on this week's podcast? How formal. Ryan, on this week's episode, we are going to revel in schadenfreude and four-day work week. Yes, please. What are you going to be talking about this week, Ryan? This week, I am going to wade through names that pop culture ruined, and I looked into the explosion at Mount Vesuvius, and I don't like what I saw. Mm. So let's get it. I'm transitioning to Zaddy, Tyler. I am in a full transition to another another era of my life. You know what I mean? I do. I have turned 40 and I am, I don't know if I'm in full Zaddy status. Could you define Zaddy for me, Tyler? I've said it a few times and now it sounds nonsensical in my ears. Well, it's, I mean, isn't it like a super sexy daddy, like an older man? Sure. Yeah. Sure. And I, I don't know that my ego is ready for it yet. <laughs> But nobody has asked its permission. You know what I to, mean? To take that compliment on, you must let go of uh, younger, more youthful compliments. I, <laughs> again, don't know that I'm ready for that. And it's just so interesting as we age, how we change, not just physically, but but mentally. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? There are so many different steps, and I am in such an interesting one. I just turned 40. You did. You did, and you, you don't look a day over 43. That's nice of you to say, mm -hmm. Tyler. It's yeah. the it's the ring light. But but basically, <laughs> it's not just my body that's changing. I had an experience where I went ice skating with my son and with my brother's daughter. Uh, awkward. I, I, excuse me, ice skating. Awkward. It's just an awkward feeling. Not super easy, yeah. and, and especially in those public ones where the, the ice is just completely ripped up. But I, I had to check out some... Ice skates, because of course I don't own my own. Just completely tore my feet up. Like yeah. shot my feet up. Oh yeah. Quite unenjoyable. And yep. I didn't want to be that like, oh, my feet hurt. So I immediately went and sat down, even though they hurt very bad. Mm -hmm. When I took them off, I was bleeding. Oh, yes. wow. So they didn't warn you to wear the thick socks that day. I did wear thick socks, but here's oh. the thing. My body is just not healing up the way that it used to. When sure. I was a little kid, if I cut myself, I didn't clean it. I didn't do anything about it. Just mm. healed up. Mm -mm. I mean, I'd take a shower, but you know what I'm saying? Now I'm busting out the first aid kit. I, I don't want to get gout. That has nothing to do with your healing capabilities. That just has to do with you're smarter now and you know how to take care of yourself. That is true. <laughs> but also, you don't think your body heals up better when you're oh, a little no, for, kid? For sure. For sure. But I'm saying what you're describing is just, oh, now I know what bacteria is. Dude, you, you fuck around. You get a peg leg nowadays, man. <laughs> What? You got to be careful. What yeah. are you talking about? I'm telling How you. How many people do you know with piglets? <laughs> not, not enough. Thanks a lot, modern science. Nobody says thank you. Whatever happened to the peg leg? I'm just telling you that so many things that happen now uh, would have killed you at a different time. And as you get older, your body doesn't regenerate as much. Sure. Not only that, your ego, where I look at that situation, not just my feet getting hurt, but also that's dangerous out there. I looked at that and I'm like, that may have been my last time that I ever ice skate. That might have been it right there. Yeah, yeah. And who would blame you? Uh, that's, a, that's a fantastic question, Tyler. But the younger me would be like, you pussy, stop being a bitch. Get out there and, and do your thing. And as you get older, you're like, 
I may have to put this away forever. The younger you see sounds like kind of a dick. He was a, talking to you like he that. was a bully. Hey, yeah. hey, you don't talk to my older version <laughs> of you, brother, like that. I think that's true. And uh, not just letting go of. I'll come in there. What's your bo- <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. Not just dealing with what your body can no longer do, but also your ego, accepting that. Like what you're saying, it's very, it's very tough. Our stepfather not being able to do certain things, it's very easy to see his pride in those circumstances. It and stands out to me. Very common. I saw we we saw it with our with our father. You know, he's 74. And and when you reach that age, you just can't, like you said, your body just can't do the things it used to. And you have to accept that. And it can be hard if you have pride or used to be very um, prideful in what your body used to be able to do. I definitely am in that camp. I I relied a lot on my looks and a lot on my physicality. Sure. And I still feel great, but it is, uh, it, it, it was quite an interesting experience. Like I said in the pregame, I just came back from Michigan and I was in a very small town. It's very interesting the priorities that they set compared to the ones that I set here. I mm-hmm. thought it was a very interesting perspective in this very small town. This, there's something about the small town life, something about that culture. I don't know. It's, I, it is very uh, romantic in a certain way, you know, but I, I don't think I would have the the stomach or the attention span for that right now in my, uh, where I am in life. And I always said exactly the same thing, but for the first time I saw some of what you're describing, I saw like hey, I bet this is pretty nice to just wear Crocs for the rest of my life. (laughs) Like I said, my ego ain't there yet. My name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. What is going on, everybody? And welcome to the show that has a business proposition for you. Are you ready, Tyler? I am ready. A pocket watch with smartwatch technology. Think about that. The old and the new, the young and the old, the 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 opposite versus another opposite. I didn't write this down and I should have. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I think your idea just got stolen. You put it out on the airwaves. I buy them, Ryan. Well, all I ask is just, honestly, I don't know how you're going to make it work. It's a stupid idea. <laughs> Tyler... I have a question for you. Go on. I have a huge societal idea. I want to blend it into a sentence, throw it at you, and make you say something smart back. What do you think about that? It's really nice of you to give me fair warning ahead of time. Usually, you just throw it in my face. I just told you now. Mm -hmm. In my lifetime, I have been alive when you had to get up to change the TV channel, and now... We are in a place where if a picture doesn't download on your phone in six seconds, you get frustrated beyond all. You're like, what is this bullshit? Six seconds? So you sound like you're dealing with 3G, you peasant. I know that that is bad. We're making a joke out of it, but it's 100% true if you think about it. What's bad? That our ability to wait for things has diminished to a point of, if you use 120 characters, I don't have time for this. It's well said. There is something, yeah, I mean, there is something to be said about availability when it comes to technology and how connected we are all becoming, there is something to be said about that loss of attention span that you're talking about because we're not forced to wait for anything anymore. And I know that's bad. It sounds bad. Everybody who's listening to this knows that it's bad. How is it bad though? I can't put my finger on it. I know something's fishy, Tyler. Yeah. Well, we're deeply and very quickly changing human 
biology almost like and and it's not supposed to happen that quickly the way that the brain works yeah. because now it's been able to offload all of that unnecessary information because when i was growing up you had to remember your phone number oh you know yeah what i mean oh yeah nine eight seven three two nine five you know what i'm talking about where's Tyler? that sense of direction gonna get you now dad i will tell you i still just to keep myself sharp i unfold one of those big giant maps in my front seat whenever i'm driving you mean while you're in motion? While I'm in motion. I'm in a missile just cruising down the turnpike. Just, you know. It's like the Goofy movie. You're just driving, drawing a red line across the map. That's We're going exactly on tour. Right. That's exactly right. And I loved those maps. I think we should bring them back. We'll talk about it on the Depression Index. That was a lie. Well, I was going to say. I never use that. No one cares. You what don't know the what depression to do. The index is is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly, and we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, how you doing this week, brother? I'm doing all right, Ryan. Uh, my theme for this week is communication. Uh, as we were talking about earlier, is if if you're with somebody and the sex is not great, you know how you make it better? You communicate. A hooker, Tyler. You you get a hooker. Okay, well, everybody has their own way. Sure. For me, I call it a slump buster. It's, <laughs> it's communication, guys. Now, regardless now, of you, how much Ryan wants to throw me off my game with, sure. his, with his hooker talk. I'll try again later. Don't you worry about that. But Tyler, I agree with you 100%. But what do you do in the circumstance of what you're discussing with somebody who is really defensive about that. And if you say, hey, our sex life isn't what I was hoping that it would be, that could deeply injure somebody who's not as secure in their sex life as you are, let's say. Absolutely. And, and it doesn't necessarily have to come from a place of insecurity because I don't mean to look at your partner and be like, you're terrible at this. Yeah. That would be very hurtful. Sure. Of course it would hurt their feelings. But if you, talk, if you come at it from a, a way of how we can improve what's going on around us and what we're doing, and and communication is tough. You have to make yourself vulnerable and vulnerability is terrifying. At least it is for me. Sure. And I think a lot of people don't think the same way about sex for you. I think trying something that they're not immediately comfortable with is something that they think is a boundary too far. But wait, where does that come from? I'm not telling anybody to try something that they're not immediately comfortable with. Well, I'm saying that, my, and perhaps I'm getting off topic here. Forgive mm. me, because I, I, maybe I'm just hearing what you're saying, that Maybe our sex life is what you like. It would be something that makes me uncomfortable. What do you do in that oh, scenario? But that's what communication is sure, for because sure. I get to tell you and then now you tell me, oh, that's a little uncomfortable. And then we hopefully find some kind of middle ground. I spit in your mouth. You can't do this for me. <laughs> you Always receiving, never giving. I want a puta. <laughs> it's a little Latin flavor. Thank down you here. very much. But sabor. Communication is scary. I communicated with Ryan earlier today sure. and it sucked big old bags of dicks because I accused him of needing to communicate. I was the one that needed to communicate. Not true, Tyler. I fucked it up. It was both of us. And you Not walked true. and you walked out of the room and I had to literally stop myself from crumpling over the, the counter because you walked away and my ego was immediately like, he fucking hates you now. <laughs> and it was right, Tyler. No! no! Tyler, you know what? We That's how we communicate. You and I are a team. We are partners. And sometimes you have to have the uncomfortable conversations. And that is exactly... Thank you for saying that. That's exactly it, is it comes with practice, guys. That is me practicing. And you couldn't have been nicer. You, I you know. were super nice and I was super nice back. And it was just my, my, you know, the voice in my head, I call my ego, where it's just, yeah, it lies, Ryan, it lies. So anyway, this Except week- Except for that time, it was pretty spot on. This week, why do you do this? This week, I'm at a five. 
One, Spin it, Tyler. Two, three, four. Woo, baby. You done did it. Good job, Tyler. All right, let's gay it up here. Uh, Tyler, my son has his first seemingly serious girlfriend. Oh, good for him. Yes. Good I'm, for him. I'm excited for him. He is very, very into it. And I'm going to tell what feels like a parable through it. Uh, she happens to be Venezuelan. She happens to be into baking. What? Yeah. Did you not that? warn him? Well, I, you would think that he would see all the blood loss and just the general, you know, lack of interest in life. Blood loss? Yeah, she's a vampire, Tyler. <laughs> okay. No, but it, it's funny because your kids make fun of you for everything that that you do, and also secretly they do all the things that you do. You know what a, I mean? A tale as old as time. <laughs> T-A-I-L. Now, no, that does not work there. You're right about that. I was just kidding. I think I broke a law. Now, here's the thing. I am seeing his immediate, undying, I mean, he's using the word love. Now, he's 14 years old, and that's how we roll. I was going to say, you didn't do the same thing, because I sure as hell did. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the thing is- Because it's all brand new. You know, these feelings hit you, and it's like, holy shit, this is incredible! And finally, it's it's somebody showing that they care for you, and they're they're co-signing this, I, I- I stand behind this person. It feels good. It's intoxicating. And also, I think it's going to be his first learning experience. No matter how this works out, I'm just saying that 14-year-old relationships generally don't have the greatest history. You know what I mean? Yeah, not a whole lot of Disney movies and love tales told about 14-year-olds. Romeo and Juliet. Which was a murder-suicide. That turned out okay, didn't it? And in, in what I think is this is going to be his first learning experience that somebody else can't do that for you. And what all that I have to offer here is that I'm going to be there for him and I'm going to tell him things that I wish somebody had told me. I'm going to support him through this whole thing and also in, in the likelihood that it, it it's over, just make little subtle hints that, hey, that feeling that you're looking for from this other person, you already have that. That, yeah. that is the way that you should develop the feeling for yourself. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm watching it happen now and I'm anticipating, you know, trying to navigate with him. But is he going through a breakup? No, not at all. Oh, oh, he is in the middle of the drug part of it. Ah, he is in the you. middle of just, ah, the best. it's all he wants to talk about. Sure. And even yeah. at that age, it's even more intoxicating perhaps. So, But that's I, what I'm saying. As we, as you discuss it with him and talk to him about it, make sure we always keep in mind when we talk to our kids that while this is a story that we've been through a thousand times, this shit is brand new to them. Not only the experiences, but literally the emotions. Absolutely. And you've seen it in movies. You've seen it on TV. You've seen it everywhere where you got to experience it for yourself. What I think is, you know, what what I am am just planning on is when things do go bad in your young relationships, that's what they're there for. It's sure. like getting a pet so you understand how dying works. Mm-hmm. I think you learn a lot when things go wrong. When you're in the middle of the intoxicating part, you're not looking to grow. You're just looking to sink in and feel good about what's happening at that moment. So it's, it's very interesting to watch another version of yourself, quite literally. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and just hope he doesn't make all the same mistakes that uh, that we did. They're moving into a studio apartment next week, oh. and I, I wish him the best. Good Stop calling you. over here. This week, I'm at a three, one, two, three. Tyler, fantastic. You did great. Which part? Uh, All of it. I just think overall it was pretty great. Thank you, buddy. And you know what I would like to hear from you? I know you have a little segment put together, and I would like to get a taste of it, please. Sure, buddy. I'll just feed it to you. Give it to me.
Ryan, I have got another oof this week. The our, I mean, the biggest of oofs. Our oof segment is just the things that people have done that make you just say, ooh. Ooh. Oh. Just a little flinch in action. Oh, where you you inwardly and outwardly cringe Wish because that hadn't transpired. of this person's behavior. Absolutely. Who are we oofing this week? This week, Ryan, it is Alex Mother Effin' Jones. Tell the people who Alex Jones is. Alex Jones is a... Somebody who gives their opinion? Is that, uh, is he... Coming out with that strided and strong opinion, right? I don't want to offend any of the Joneses, but uh, he is a guy who is to the far, far right, and mm. he, you know, has conspiracy theory thoughts, sure. and he markets to those people, which are pretty popular out there. There's a lot of them, aren't they? You mean conspiracy theorists? Sure. Yeah. People who subscribe to seeing the world through a fearful set of circumstances. Isn't I mean, that what he... Isn't that what that is to ab- some degree? Absolutely. It's pretty much CNN or Fox News. Just he goes to a place that you're not allowed to on, you know, those kind of channels. On the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that he believes everything that he says? Because he said some no. wild, wild things. I personally don't think he does at all. He, he just he, He's a good marketer. He okay, knows how to market himself. What about Trump? Does Trump believe everything that he's ever said? Yeah, there's a part of me that believes. I think so too. Yeah, they're two different two different cats. Well, simply because I think of Trump as a narcissist, like a textbook narcissist. Alex Jones, I don't get that vibe from. Well, and he pushes the the limits on what is appropriate as far as quote unquote news. I'm doing that thing with my fingers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great on the radio. Thank you. Well, Ryan, after years of calling the Sandy Hook massacre a hoax, that's what made him so famous in the first place. Right and bringing unimaginable pain down on parents and families that had just experienced unimaginable pain as their children were ripped away from them, Alex Jones has been found guilty, and he has been ordered to pay roughly $45 million in damages. But the big oof is the fact that his lawyer sent all of his text message history to the opposing lawyer. It's it's hard for me to believe that that's an accident. I don't understand it's, how it, that it could seems, happen. It seems impossible. It's it's I don't know. It's kind of like how Tom Brady and all these things happen in the NFL, and all of it hinges on Bill Belichick sending a text <laughs> to the wrong Brian in his phone, which just unraveled this whole you know football conspiracy. It just seems to me too good to be true. It just seems you know. Stranger than fiction. No doubt about it. I'm wondering, I mean, total, complete conjecture here. I'm wondering if, like, the lawyers saw something in there and were like, uh, almost like... We got to bail water out of this boat here. Not, not, But not only that, where you're not even a lawyer anymore, you're a human being. Sure. And you're, like, reading stuff and you're like, holy shit. But, again, total conjecture. Those Who would be knows? bad lawyers. It could have just been total incompetence. But, man, that face that he made when he learned of that fact is something that will be burned into my brain for I gotta the rest of my life. I got to see that, man. It is a the, – the, the shade of red his face is is uh, unhealthy. I don't wish poorly on anyone, but I, I also think that people – I think you said this on an earlier show. People need to be held accountable for their actions. Nobody made him do that. Nobody made him market in people's just pure terror – and he kind of brought that on himself. Absolutely. And the word you're looking for is consequences. We don't wish bad on others, but I do hope that everybody has to, as you said, be held accountable and face those those consequences. Come up and smother bleeper.
<laughs> well said, right? Thank you. <laughs> Why did we even say all of that? You could have just dropped that and like Tyler, a mic drop. I'm trying to be nice, but I, the whole time I'm like, just say it. Why'd you let me talk the whole time? Just say it. <laughs> now, when you need something just summed up in a nice, concise sentence, this is the segment to do it. Tyler, you didn't do it. Oh my goodness. Oh, set me up again. Set okay. me up again. I'm so sorry. When you need something concisely wow. said, this is the segment that we use. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> I love that I'm in control of that. Tyler, it's just fun to do. I, this is a real one, okay? And I'm not sure. Th this is the first kind of hear ye, hear ye, where we can figure this out together. And hear ye, hear ye, we set a rule that for society to live by makes the world better. We, somebody needs to step up, and I think it's good that it's us. Mm -hmm. You and I went away on a trip with a woman named Felicia, Tyler. Yes. With a woman named Felicia. Now- I don't know if the hear ye, hear ye should be no more pop culture references to people's names mm -hmm. or that you can't name your kids something after pop culture references. Which is it? Because I heard Baffalicia about one billion times over the weekend and I wanted to strangle someone. I don't know her exact age, but my assumption is, is that she was born before the Baffalicia thing uh, became. She a, absolutely was. Yeah. Yeah. So, but so you can't hold the parents accountable for naming her Felicia. Okay. Then I'm holding Ice Cube <laughs> accountable. You can't put that in the movie. You screwed this woman over. Everybody named Alexa, everybody named Karen, everybody <laughs> named Chucky, Roxanne, or Sabrina. Uh -huh. You're screwing them for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I mean, those are pretty general names too. I mean, it's not even something esoteric. Sure. I mean, that's a okay. pretty common name. Thank you for helping me work our way through this. It's not the parents' fault. Companies and movies and all the rest of you people making pop culture. No more using people's names. What? Do the thing, Tyler. Uh, do it. Hear ye, hear ye. What we need to do is come up with some sort of 555 version of somebody's name. Just John Doe. That's the only thing that's allowed to be used in movies. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry to say he played the music so it makes it official. I'm but sorry, this, is, but this is almost as bad as your No Return Trips uh, one. I that mean, was brilliant. Ridiculous. Thousands have been left <laughs> homeless, but nonetheless, my heart was in the right place. I'm so glad you put an end to Everybody that. Everybody hates it. <laughs> Everybody's listening like, what the fuck are they talking about? All right, Tyler, we need to go to break. But before we do, I looked something up this week and I want to talk about it. It's a little chunk of history, but unfortunately we got it wrong, Tyler. And, and something that I loved about history has been taken away. Enough talking about it. Use your own eyes to see it, Tyler. You've got mail. You, 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 you've so Tyler, go mail. ahead and look in your email and I want you to tell me what it is that you're looking at. All right, I am opening the email he has sent me, and oh yes, I've seen this photo before. It was after what was the city called? It was Pompeii, right? Pompeii, which for whatever reason on paper is a beautiful word. To it make. sounds great too. The two eyes at the end, just gorgeous. Well, this is uh when Mount Vesuvius exploded. Very good. Uh, Pompeii uh, was covered in in. A lot of ash. Sure. And this man, this photo that you show me, is a man that was in the middle of masturbating, and he was uh, solidified in history. While being solidified. While solidified. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, at least his last moments were joyful. Tyler, what if I were to tell you that all of that wasn't true? 
What if I were to take that from your collective memory spank bank and tell you that that was, I mean, Spank bank. No, not that you're <laughs> masturbating to it, Tyler. Okay. It's a bank of people who were spanking. Oh, it's a very limited uh, well, collection. Probably not with the internet, Tyler. Probably less limited than you <laughs> would think. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I just haven't put the time in. It's an extensive <laughs> spank bank. Thank you. Now. So I, it's not true. That didn't happen. Let me work my way through it, Tyler. I'm glad Please. that you said that. Here's something that I found super interesting about it. Close your eyes. Here is what killed the Pompeii masturbator, Okay. Mm-hmm. Pyroclastic gas, Tyler. Imagine this, okay? Large fragments of rock. They put large. So these aren't pebbles. These aren't stones. These are large boulders, fragments of rock sure. and debris paired with clouds of ash. That is what came out and swept through the city. I mean, mm-hmm. immediately, like flash frying it, yeah, if you will. Yes. Yeah, you were. They had absolutely no heads up whatsoever. Let me tell you about this pyroclastic gas. It was five times hotter then boiling water. Oh, nice. Okay, boiling good for, water. Good for the skin. Boiling water, <laughs> classically hot. I think when you think of hot things, boiling water, it's in your top 10. I think that's universal. Sure. I think that's a found across all cultures and whatnot. Sure. Okay. Also, moving at 430 miles per hour. Oh, so it's a quick death it's is what ra- you're telling me. It's a dry me. heat, all right. Tyler. It's a dry heat. <laughs> it doesn't Not, sound like a yeah. dry heat. So- when you're struck by this combination of things, it's ostensibly hellfire. Yeah. You, do you understand what I'm saying? Sure. Where it just cooks you inside and out within a, a, a split second. Where the atmosphere becomes an oven. Exactly the, right. The air you're standing in becomes an oven. And now here is the thing. And this is where I'm going to take away just a little piece of your childhood. <laughs> what kind of childhood did you think I had? A Pompeii <laughs> masturbating childhood, Tyler. We used to just... Put tape that picture up in front of you as an infant. We would leave the house for hours. You wouldn't move an inch. Oh man, he was my buddy back uh, in the day. I would really confide in him into the wee hours of the night. Babysitter <laughs> masturbator wasn't real. So um, the body contorts and contracts the limbs and shifts into odd positions. And what they think now is that the masturbator was not a masturbator. There was many different experiences of how the body's twisted up, mm-hmm. and they just think that is. The most humorous. Why take that from me? That's a great question. Let's just call him the masturbator. Well, we'll continue to call him the masturbator, but perhaps fair. it's an unfair, uh, you know, name to 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 put on him. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. I don't. I killed your childhood again, but yeah. But at the same time, I mean, I'm. You know what? You know what? I choose to think of him as a masturbator. I think just the way Pluto is a planet. All right. Sorry, I, I guys. You get to make that your your personal history book. But the moment that that ash shot into the air, mm-hmm. the idea that somebody's like, I got to jerk off. That, that, that's, <laughs> I don't believe Wait, it. Why would you, why would you think that that was the thought in reaction to the volcano? I've got a fear oh, erection. I, daddy got to take care of it. Excuse me. Zaddy got to take care of it. I can't go to heaven like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Z- and, and to top that off, there was actually a city even closer, much less famous than Pompeii. The force of the blast and the heat was so great that they're, Fucking heads exploded. Wow. Good times. I feel like my head just exploded. I, thank goodness that we're in modern society and we don't have to worry about that <laughs> bullshit anymore. What? Tyler, let's take a break. And when we get back, other stuff. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it. But part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up. So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. 
Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me and they have let me know that they want to be a coop too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. You gotta put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You can sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate. And let's get back to the show. Those guys. Two lovers forbidden from one another. A war divides their people. And a mountain divides them apart. Build a path to be together. Yeah, I forget the next couple lines, but uh, then it goes. You hate. Secret the walk to red circle by the way i'm telling you and this is gonna sound like bullshit or maybe you'll believe me who knows nope now i'm gonna think it's bullshit great sandwich combo pb and j and doritos man Mm. you put the doritos on there i know that sounds gross because you got the the jelly and the cheese but is doritos really cheese i mean come on man i mean it's a different food group cheese flavored powder sure yeah and it is so not cheese Delicious. Yeah, yeah. It, Doritos are delicious. Are uh, you a red guy or a blue guy? Oh, blue. I think I'll fight I, your I, face. I off. think Cool Ranch Doritos are the best chip in the world. Really? Oh yeah. Nah, I'm a yeah, voodoo yeah. chip guy. Yeah. Okay, oh, but nonetheless, actually a little overrated. I had them for the first I'll time. I'll kill you. I had them for the I first. I will kill you. First time ever on the on this last trip we went on, and I was not blown away. You're a dickhead. <laughs> I, I don't understand why. Do you, do you own a controlling stake in the company? This is, this is you have run afoul of one Ryan J. Menendez and you'll rue the day. So we're just making up initials. Sure. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, even though you and I have reviewed some potato chips here at the top of the hour, let's review something else. What do you got going on this week on the Weekly Book Nook, Tyler? Well, the Weekly Book Nook, which we don't do weekly, and it's usually not about a book, is where we rank something. And uh, and we like to tell you, uh, it's, this is always positive, isn't it? We review it. We're always reviewing things. Nah, not true. Really, have we torn things down on this? Every, every now and then ah, okay. we give it a go. Well, this week, Ryan, for my Weekly Book Nook, it is a show on HBO. Now, as you know, DC, you have Marvel and you have DC. DC does not do a great job with their movies. 
They don't do a great job with much of anything. I mean, what, what incorrect? What really stands out other than the Dark Knight Rises? I know this is going to sound maybe a little ridiculous, but their animated movies are so unbelievably good. The Killing Joke, not great. No, that was bad. Yeah, that was bad. But there is a show on HBO called Harley Quinn. Okay, and it is about Harley Quinn breaking up uh, in every respect with the Joker, going out on her own. She and Poison Ivy team up. We going. wish you the best. Yeah. A- a- anybody notable in that, as far as actresses or actors? Uh, you know what? We can review. That's a good question. I actually would love to get a specific clip because it stays true to the Batman universe. But man, what they do with some of the characters is like what they did to Jim Gordon, the the, the police commissioner. He's black it, now. It's just no, but they make him like his marriage is on the verge of falling apart, oh. and they made him they made him clingy to Batman. Like why can't we just talk? Why can't we ever oh, really? just talk about? Yeah, I like yeah, that. It's really good. That's it's, cool. It's really good, and they did an amazing job with it. There's three seasons. Uh, I highly recommend it. I'm going to have to steal somebody's HBO Max. <laughs> That's what I did. How about that? <laughs> All right. You, you and I, we do these things a little bit different, okay? And and I've kind of put myself in a weird position here because it's like I, I want to review something, but also at the same time, I don't want to talk too much about it. Okay. So Wait, what? I'm just going to hint at something here. I'm going to put it out there, and I think you're going to pick it up, okay? Are you ready? <laughs> okay. All right. This week, I'm reviewing. Oh, boy. Jean Shorts, Tyler. <laughs> hey. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah? What? No, now I don't like the way that this <laughs> yeah. is going. Oh, yeah. This guy gets it. Do you, All right. Do you mean, do you happen to mean a uh, a jean shorts with a big round bottom in them? Not sure what you're specifying. <laughs> don't get it. But what I will say is. That's what I'm putting Hold down. on. Hold on. <laughs> jean shorts? Oh, yeah. All right. And that's it. And that's, uh, that's, uh, yeah, but you hey, can't hey, wear jean shorts. Hey, no, 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 no. It's, it's not, no. they're not made for that. That's not, <laughs> you don't want it for a, for a day laborer. You don't want sure. it. It's not, but yeah. Jean shorts. Yeah. Like, All right. Okay. Here we go. Yes. And that is weekly book. The you guys get it. The, you get it. The problem with that is they I just, like them. I, I find them very attractive. He was doing this creepy eye thing that he does where he was lifting his <laughs> eyebrows up hey, and letting you know hey, hey, hey. that he's a big fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. I'm just a fan. I, I really like him. It's something that appeals to me. Uh, yoga shorts for me, or yoga pants for me. Love but, it. You know, yeah. Or do you like those cheerleader shorts? We're all in. Just all, all of it. Just, just general <laughs> casual more, more wear. Specific. We like it. As we go. A kimono. Uh kimono, not very form-fitting, but I love the grit the the not the grace, but the uh the flowiness. The, the prestige of it almost. So the opposite of kimono. Tyler. Are you okay? I, I just <laughs> fell on the ground. He's shaking, ladies and gentlemen. Tyler, we need to get the hell out of here. We've just gone. It's been a quite the week for us. Give me your your piece de resistance. Give me what you're known for, Tyler. Not your six-inch-long tongue. I'm talking about the good, bad, and the interesting. Absolutely, Ryan. Let's just dive right in session 130. Let's get into our good. Wow. Ryan, beginning this school year, California will become the very first state in the U.S. to make all school lunches free for students. What uh? What's the situation with that? Why are they subsidizing? I mean, it's a good thing. This is your good. It's a good thing. Definitely a good thing. Why is only the poorest of the poor got free lunches? And we would all we use that as a way to identify them from the rest of the crowd. Why is it gone to everybody? Because of inflation and food scarcity, uh, one in five people in California face 
um, going to bed without any food. Wow. So that's being, not good. Not good. But mm-hmm. being able to provide at least one meal a day to all of these kids without them having to worry about whether they can pay for it or not is a great thing. Uh, I How mean, will we identify the poor kids now? Um, their shoes. Yeah. Just their, their overall, uh, style, lack of uh, hygiene. Exactly. Sure. Absolutely. Maybe we can make them wear like a specific, like uh, emblem just so we could point them out easily. We could <laughs> tact man. Tact. Jesus. That is, that is a superhero that I would be. Tact man. I, I tell her I went for the, I went for the laugh. Is, is that too much? They may be unable to keep poop off their streets, <laughs> but at the very least, they're keeping food on the table for children. I was just kidding. <laughs> sure. We, let's do that over. We're going to have to take that out. I can't. I, the world's not ready for <laughs> jokes. A, a lot of bleeping, I would imagine, would be really funny. Okay. We'll All see right. what we got. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, the richest nation in the world, and we charge children for food. Somebody make that make sense. But at least California, they're getting that meal for free. I got to be honest. The idea of feeding every child in California is. Five days a week seems like such an extensive job. I can't imagine how it's possible. In terms of what? I just think about school lunches here. You have so many freaking kids down here in South Florida. The uh, the act of getting food to these schools every day, every week, every sure. month. It seems it's almost like, uh, you know, landfills at some point. How does this work? Uh, magic, Ryan. Sure. Magic and the love of children. Oh, I thought you meant Johnson. It buoys us. Johnson? Magic Johnson. Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm 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 all out of sorts, man. Mm-hmm. Nah, me too. It's okay. I I've went been to a party traveling. last night. I'm I'm out of it. We're, we're hey, we're in it together. Tom. All right, we're bad together. Yeah, baby, and I'm back. Session one thirty. Bad together. The bad Ryan. Mm-hmm. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Ryan, our next story comes in from both the Washington Post and PBS. And it's shaping up to be the story of our time. Is that true? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Former president of the United States, Donald Trump's house here in Florida, has been raided by both the DOJ, Department of Justice, and the FBI. Why? Have you heard about this, Ryan? I've heard vaguely about it, you know, and it always makes me sound like such a jackass here on the show. I avoid, not on purpose, but just I'm, I don't have a lot of connections to what's going on in the world. I don't know if that's bad, but it, it makes me feel good. I honestly. Well, well said, buddy. Life, life well is hard, said. you know, just in your day to day. I'm not yeah. taking on the world's problems. I just really appreciate your honesty. That's nice of you to say. I don't like that this is the character that I play here on the show, but it is true. Like, character. No, I mean, it, it's true. I, I I don't I don't have social media. I don't but you actually know, watch works, TV. It kind of works in our show's benefit because it gives me a reason to tell you. Absolutely. So why? what were they looking for? As if the audience wasn't enough of a reason. Well, no official statement has been given in terms of the specifics of the race. They don't. They don't work. Operate that way. It is being reported that agents were in such in search of classified documents relating to nuclear weapons. Oh wow! Which I hear is a big no-no. Wait a minute. As if he took that home from work, like he brought home out, out of the national archives. What? In terms of building them or uh, access? We don't know yet. But both the DOJ and Trump have called for the unsealing of the warrant and the property receipt 
So my assumption is that we should see that information relatively soon. So he's going to be, he's like a war criminal. Like he's about to, what, what would the ramifications of that be? Well, if, I mean, let's go to the extreme and say this, it's all true. When he was trying to sell nuclear secrets, that's, that's like hanging uh, uh, crimes. Uh, I don't know if they do that anymore, but that, we're bringing it back, baby. Yeah, yeah. For nah. that, 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 that's a paddling, you know. Wow. If you if you steal state secrets, and now you could be in my frat. I, I that is that would be quite the turn. That's what I'm saying, and we still have to wait for all this information to come out. And for anybody who doesn't know, unsealing of the warrant, it would show how the FBI and the DOJ arrived at the rating of that. They're step by step. Uh, of how we arrived at the situation sure, sure. and the property receipt is showing everything that was taken out of the property. Is, is the Republican party just about done with Trump? No, is, is he no, being phased out? No, they're, 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 they've hitched their, their wagon to him. So now it's what ra- about DeSantis? I thought DeSantis was the up and comer. Well, he's trying to take the power from him. Ah. Se- seemingly. Good so. luck to everybody. Else. Yeah. yeah we're rooting <laughs> good, for you. Good luck. All of you. All right. So uh, there's apparently been some buildup to this search, obviously. And there have been reports that from leaving the White House, Trump took classified documents to his home, to his Mar-a-Lago home. There was it's right down the street. Months of back and forth between the former president's team and the National Archives. When the National Archives finally did recover some of the documents they were requesting, they found in it pieces of classified information that never should have left the archives in the first place. So that's already been guaranteed. Like there's already been things that have been found there that were not supposed to be there. Well, there was, there was classified information that never should have left the, the white house. Now it's just knowing the extent of which, well, excuse me, what actually happened is when they got all these documents back, they were looking through them. And in those documents was a piece of information that shouldn't have been there. So what they're reporting is they go back to where the original source of the information was in the National Archives, looks through and set, uh, and notices even more information is uh, missing, and they don't know where it is. You know what? I'm not even mad at you, Donald. I'm just very disappointed. You know what <laughs> no, I mean? No, that's the worst. Nah, that's, it. that's your punishment. Oh, Man. my goodness. Yep. Now go to your room. Uh, so when they investigated their files, obviously they found out that it was missing. Trump has since posted to his social media platform that the nuclear weapons issue was a hoax. And then immediately after accused the FBI of planting that evidence. Uh, planting the hoax. Which is which is strange. So that's where democracy is, right? Cool. How, how are you doing, Good, buddy? man. Good. In this in this age where we are beyond truth and facts, I, I just, I'm living my best life as a <laughs> six foot eight Asian American. Who knows amazing karate. Oh, I just did a backflip. <laughs> it's crazy, man. We're living in a time where what's true and what's not has just been blurred with how much information you could get out there and who gets out there first with it. That's exactly right. And so, and since then it's, we're seeing crumble even more and more of this democracy thing, because ever since then we have had uh, the, the politics here in America. If you don't know, they're split a little bit, right? They're split. Really? Yeah. And since some Republican senators have called for the dissolving of the FBI, calling the FBI, uh, weaponizing the FBI. Defund the FBI. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where, that's where rule of law is. What is that? What is that ancient, um, battle philosophy divide and conquer virtue. No, I think it is conquer. You're right. You're right. I think it is divide and conquer. Divide and virtue signal. Divide and then everybody will be happy. You know what I mean? Divide (laughs) and grow. I forget how it goes. And finally, Ryan, for our interesting. The largest trial of its kind is underway in the UK 
And for the past nine weeks, over 70 companies have collectively participated in the world's largest to date four day work week trial. And I mean, that sounds like a beautiful thing, a little work life balance. Mm -hmm. What have their findings been? Well, it is, uh, we're coming to the end of the test. And it has been 3,300 workers across 70 companies, and they are working 80% of their usual schedule, meaning four days instead of five, sure. and they are retaining 100% of their pay. As you can imagine, those that have participated reported being much happier, as you can Who imagine. Who cares? Where's my products? And let's be honest, I'm basically saying people given more time to live their lives report being much happier. Sure. Not only that, productivity went up. They're actually being more productive in the four days than before when they had to work five. Happier employees are more productive. There's nothing shocking about that. That's it. And uh, we switched to a five-day work week in 1938. I think it's about time we switch down now to a four-day work week. When was that? What, what were you we doing before that? Oh, children were working in, in factories until their fingers bled and people were worked until they, you know, dropped dead in warehouses. Although that might be going a little bit far, but also might be true. Just a simpler time, Tyler. Yeah. When men were men and women were also men, but secretly they kept it to themselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> simpler time. Yeah, simpler time. <laughs> Speakeasies and whatnot. You had to pull a book and then the, the, the bookcase would flip and you go into a little room. It's all red. This for is some a mansion in Scooby-Doo. That's exactly right. And you pull it off and it's the mayor, <laughs> Tyler. Holy shit. Apparently the monsters were people all along. Monsters were people too. So Ford Motor Company was the first company to do it in America, 1926. They brought it down to 40 hours, five days. Couldn't go over that. It was not adopted uh, by Congress until 1938 when they passed the Fair uh, Labor Act. Or Fair Labor, sure. That sounds right. Yeah. And then and then it was brought down to 40 hours, five days in 1940. Now it is 2022. I think we could bring it down to four days, but that is just my humble opinion. I think that we're going in the opposite direction where people are expecting more and more. And speaking of Ford, I just came back from downtown Detroit. I walked through the GM building. Oh, I walked sure. through, I looked across, I saw Canada mm -hmm. over there, yeah, our, yeah, yeah. Our, our upstairs neighbors. And uh, it, I'll tell you, that GM building was incredible, man. It was- Just in terms of the mechanics in it and the, whatnot? The, the, the scope of it, the the architecture of it. Mm -hmm. Downtown Detroit, you hear so much about it, and I'm sure they're pretty tough places, but it looked like a city of the future where I was. It was pretty incredible. Well, downtown, uh, much like uh, Bourbon Street in New Orleans, that's just where all the money is funneled of to. Course. So, and you got the casinos and all that stuff down there. Casinos everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. people love to gamble, Ryan. Yep. That is my, this week's GBI. Great job, Tyler. You did a great job this week as you do every week. Please tell the people how they can get in touch with us. Please go to thoseguysyouhate.com, click on the buttons and subscribe on all your screens. Great job, man. And uh, that's it. We love having you guys here and we appreciate it so much. Tyler, what's the moral of the story, bro? The moral of the story this week, Ryan, is I'm actually going to use the theme for the depression index as my moral of the story. I'll it, allow it. It could, thank you. You're so, your grace knows no bounds. You got it. Uh, I know it can be terrifying guys and it can be scary and it, and it, and it literally physically hurts me to do, but we got to practice communication because it's so easy to get these stories to develop in our mind of what somebody's thinking or why they behave the way that they behave. But unless we talk to them and unless we get our emotions out there, um, 
it's all lie. It's all, we're just lying to ourselves. We don't know the truth. So just uh, put yourself in a vulnerable position and, and, and communicate. It's a great way to um, release, literally. Agreed. Uh, what about you, Ryan? What's your moral of the story? I'm going to piggyback off yours because I don't have one, Tyler. I think that what you're saying is 100% true. I'll allow it. And thank you. <laughs> and that is how we grow. I think that it's so easy for things in relationships to fester. And I don't just mean romantically. I think in day-to-day relationships. And Jaded. the scariest part is just initiating a conversation that may be a little uncomfortable for a minute or two. So I think what you're saying is right. And I think we could practice it here in this house. No, 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 not here. Not here. You're too honest. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. Red circle. Red circle, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. A little chunky. Ew. A little chunky. And that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Thanks you for joining much. us. You guys have been great. Tip your waitress. She's drunk. <laughs> right? I that's think- the only way she can do this job. Wait, dude, because you, you guys... <laughs> Are tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hard to please. You're hard, hard to freaking please. I'm out back having a smoke. You need more coffee or whatever. <laughs> Speaking of coffee, Tyler. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like it. Oh, man. It's part of my, much like millions of other people out there, my daily uh, ritual. Sure. Now, do you think that's because you need the energy? Is it energy related? That's a real, I, you know, I think about this from time to time, whereas am I actually getting the energy that the caffeine is providing me sure. or is it like a dopamine hit? A just psychosomatic yeah. blast of this is what, I, this is what Papa wanted. Cause I, I think it's that second thing, I where, especially where he said the Papa thing. I'm I pretty sure it was that thing. I, I don't know how you got this nickname, but it is working. No, but I, it, it's funny that you say that. Cause this isn't really what I wanted to talk about, but I just got back from a quick little trip. We've gone on, or, excuse me, I've gone on a couple of trips here in the last week or two. And with this one, I didn't get my coffee in the morning. I was in a foreign land in a foreign time. And I mean, you were in Michigan, not a foreign land. It was a foreign land. You're you're still in America. I, (laughs) Dude, I am in deeper America than I have ever experienced. I was going to say, that's pretty America right there. I didn't have my coffee and it threw my day into somewhat of a tailspin. But I can do that. I use that as a way to... Uh, explore not, you know, a life without comforts in those minor ways. You know what I mean? Sure. You're taking yourself out of your comfort zone. Day to day. Even, even in a, an innocuous way like that. Speaking of which, when it comes to being out of your comfort zone, we were in a town called Leslie, Michigan. Okay. That literally had one barbershop, one bakery, one diner. Holy shit. What I'm telling you, like, you had, if you wanted to buy clothes, you didn't go to a mall. You went to a, you know, a store that sold everything. Wow. It was pretty crazy. And I was there with somebody who had a very strong Venezuelan accent, which I don't <laughs> think that people have ever heard before. And let me tell you something. Is she broken? Why is she, why does she sound like a that? Stroke. She had a stroke. <laughs> Look, check her tone. We're fine. No, you know what? 
people could not have been more accepting. People could not sure. have been nicer. There was absolutely n- nothing, at least that I perceived, other than good vibes. There, there are nice people. There is, I, I will say this until the day that I die, the majority of human beings on this earth are just good, decent people sure. who, who love others. I will say. <laughs> okay. I, Damn it, no, Ryan. No, no, no. We were having a nice moment. Something struck my mind. <laughs> oh, okay. Something struck my mind as we were talking. I'm telling you, loving, accepting people. It was great. There was a point after the wedding, we went to a, a childhood friend of mine's wedding, and- I won't specify who said this, okay? But I did happen to be eating some of the mixed nuts that were out on the table. Love a mixed nut. Sure. I love a mixed nut. I'm a little worried about communal nuts, but at the same time, mixed nuts are nice. That was my nickname in high school. That's funny you said that. But this woman did tell me what they used to call Brazil nuts when she was growing up, Tyler. I mean, if she lived in Brazil, I would imagine they just called them nuts. She did not live in Brazil. Quite the opposite. Okay. She lived right there in Michigan. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. How ignorant was it? Was it bad? Uh, You tell me. Okay. All right. They called them N-word toes, Tyler. (laughs) Jesus. Nope. Nope. They didn't call them that. They called them N-word toes. No, I'm asking for his strength right now because Uh, that's terrible. Take the wheel. Oh, my God. Now, here's the thing. That's just outwardly hateful, and there's no reason for it. And not just that. (laughs) You could have very easily not told me that. You wanted me to know this about you. Oh, for sure. Did you, she say the actual N-word when oh, she told yeah. you? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my buddy, oh. who grew up down here in South Florida with me, is like, hey, 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 chill, chill. And she's like, what? <laughs> we call them N-word oh. toes. Oh. And, and here's the thing. And he kept looking at me because I know he thinks, you know, that I'm liberal and woke and all of those those dirty, dirty slurs. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Like... Not that I support racism in any sense of the word, but you're not going to offend me by by saying that. I, I, I've drawn a line here in our relationship, but it's all good. Be, be that way. That's that's on you. For sure. I've made a mental note of that you are this way, but you can't police the war, the way not, the world speaks. All. It's all good. Know? And it's exhausting to, because there are people out there that try to do it. It is exhausting. Caught me off guard and I just shimmied on through. I didn't I didn't take it personally at all. Now, I'm not black wait, and wait. I'm sure if I was, I would feel differently about it, but- uh, well, you can't fight everybody out there who is a bit uneducated. Absolutely. But in regards to being caught off guard, I could have pulled you aside and said, listen, the next words out of this lady's mouth, super racist. I feel like that still would have caught you off guard. Nah. That is not a sentence you hear all Dude, the time. When she said it, I'm like, yep. Okay. <laughs> check that off of the, and I don't want to, I don't want to, obviously that's a terrible characteristic in my perspective she wasn't in a, an outwardly bad person sure. she was a sweet person who, who who seemingly had a a huge blind spot she's a kind person who needs to stop talking <laughs> to me right now perhaps <laughs> just stop eating nuts I, well so is here's the thing and now we've stumbled into a, somewhat of a social trap uh-huh. when somebody does something like that is it on me to now just never speak to this person again you're uh, ignorant in this place. I don't agree with it. So now I have to completely distance myself from no, you. Or do you just say, hey, that's unfortunate for you. I'll move on here. To totally ignore somebody, I would say, is almost childish. Like, that's how we're going to deal with our problems is somebody that I don't like the way that they speak. So I'm just going to go out of my way to ignore this person. No, I just, it's not somebody that I would want to associate myself with. Agreed. You know? And and I'm hoping that there is some sort of a realm of just casual racism that is breaking down amongst white people, even if it's fear. I think that it's healthy for you to be like, 
maybe this guy isn't as racist as I am. Perhaps mm. I should keep this hate inside. Well, when you live in such a small community, sure. I would imagine it's just a, sure. uh, uh, it's a vacuum. Yep. And they do kind of look like. A buh. <laughs> a buh. <laughs> Fair and balanced. We, we, we listen to every side here. I'm totally kidding about everything. I'm sure we'll bleep that out or whatever. Tyler, I have something here that I think is going to make you be filled. Please no. Yeah. <laughs> Please just stop entirely. We get crazy over here, don't we? What, what do you have now? I have, I have some music that I think is going to fill you with fear, even though we've discussed that we will be discussing this. Let's just do it. All right. Tyler Menendez observations. Tyler Menendez observations. And we've already discussed this, Tyler. You and I went away on a trip. My, my life has been a, in an upheaval, Tyler. I have just been jaunting from here to there, and I'm, I'm unmoored and untethered, and I think I'm falling into the abyss. Someone, please push me down faster. Well, I think everybody just ignore him. Just yeah. ignore him. Don't look at him. Don't, Don't make eye contact. <laughs> Uh, well, just like every rhythm that we that we abide by in our daily lives, from the way that we sleep to the way we wake up with the sun and whatnot, you are somebody who very much relies on their day to day system for sanity. I need discipline. I don't know. I don't know if it's helping me in the way that I I think that it is, but when I don't have it, I don't know. It's interesting. Like I said on this last trip, I kind of shook it up a little bit and. There's so many times that I wanted to complain mm-hmm. and I just didn't. And I just didn't. It's like, hey, this is what the day is offering me. And I'm, I'm going to go on this road. I mean, it's 3 p.m. and I'm starving, but what the <laughs> hell? That's fine. <laughs> Feed I'll, your children. I'll just die out here. No big deal. Brother Teresa. But uh, so we went on a trip together. Uh-huh. And what I noticed, you out of your comfort zone, we pushed this back and forth. You like a, 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 a mid-afternoon claw. You like a little, a little, a little sip of something no, in the daytime? No doubt about it. Sure. Much like we were just speaking on uh, that coffee in the morning, and when that first sip hits your lips, gotta put it, Bailey's in it. it <laughs> <laughs> you promised you wouldn't tell anybody uh, sorry my about secret, that, Tyler. But your your breath is just melting my eyelashes, and I think everybody already knew. And now I'm in the mo- mode for dessert. Please. And now I'm in the mood for dessert. A la mood for dessert, I- Tyler. <laughs> Damn it, now we gotta keep it in. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, yes, so. But yes, in the, when I'm on vacation, having that first sip of alcohol, it's uh, it, it, it relaxes me almost immediately. Sure. Yeah. I think that's true for anybody, especially if you've drank the night before, you introduce alcohol into your system and you're, you're back, baby. But mm-hmm. there is the other side of the coin because mm-hmm. you get loose. And then you get real loose. And then by the time you hit dinner, you just don't want to be there anymore. Sure. It's not that I don't want to be there. I just, I'd rather be in bed. You're tired. Yeah. Yeah. Very tired. And yeah, yeah. yeah, The thing with alcohol in me is I don't really think that far in advance. Sure. Well, you do. And I definitely should. Wait a minute. During the day. And may I say, before we move forward here, this is the least defensive Tyler Menendez. Did you not hear the music, Tyler? (laughs) You son of a bitch. Let's thank God for editing. Let's do this again. Um, Uh, But you know that next day. That hey, this could affect me adversely. Definitely, but but I the the how am I going to feel in the here and now? Well, on our <laughs> trip to Orlando, uh-huh. we looked up can you drink in the back of an RV? It turns yes. out you can in Florida as long as it's bigger than twenty one feet. Our RV twenty two feet. Suck it. So I had taken two weeks off of drinking before 
And I got into it, man. Yeah. That first day, I went hard. I, I had an 11.30 beer. You gave yourself permission. Dangerous game, yeah. Tyler. Dangerous game. Because by the end of the night, I could be kind of a dick. <laughs> Especially when drinking. Well, alcohol can definitely do that to us. I mean, it you know drops those walls, baby. No, I, I, I do understand that. So by the second day we were there, we went to Epcot, drank around the world. I didn't start drinking until the end of the day. I, I had to know my... I had to know my... Uh, my limits there. So I'm yep. wondering before you have that first drink at noon, you don't think like, yeah, man, this may suck at the end of the day. Uh, no, I, I, it's, I'm, I'm, I deal with a lot of social anxiety, even though I put on a brave face. So, so it's basically like a, like a security hatch where sure. I just, I just, I pull the lever and just drop out of the bottom. Uh, it's just get me out of this feeling right now, right this moment. Fuck what I'm going to yep. be dealing with later. I know what you mean. It's a, it releases the pressure. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you're loose, but then that's a small, not a small window. It depends on how much you drink. It's a big window. But when you're day drinking, it just has to be sustained over such a long period of time. To stay in that good zone while doing day claws is uh, not the easiest. I mean, raspberry dishwater doesn't, you know, keep you where you need to be all the time. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's as I said, it's just uh, for comfort right then in the moment. And then I have to deal with the consequences later. But the consequences back in the day prior to my growth. Drink more. Way more, way worse sure. than the consequences now, which is just I get a little tired at the end. And I would say the reason that I bring it up is because I think everybody has been there. You're out on a boat, you go to the beach, you're doing all these things. And it's like noon. And you're like, if I drink this Corona, mm -hmm. we are, you know, hitting the ignition switch on a day of trying to keep up here. And I thought that some people may, you know, understand that. Yeah. And what I used to do in, uh, previously earlier in life, uh, when I was drinking heavily like that, Cocaine. I would just, what else I was doing besides <laughs> that is I would- Makes it a lot easier. I would uh, increase the amount that I was taking in over the course of the day to sustain that drunkness. That's what I do. And But man, and and man, I'm still young. I'm only 34, but even now, it, it it's hard to do. It hurts my body. Well, and your body doesn't want it anymore. Nah. There was a couple nights on that trip where I'm like, just get me to midnight. Yeah. I need to go to bed. Yep. Like, I, I, I love you guys. And we are partying. Yep. I want to go watch TV. I, I need to lie down for a little bit. Um, I need a break from you people. And very, very finally here on the pregame, mm -hmm. there's a segment here. I don't know what it is, but what about where Ryan breaks down all of these classic jokes? There's so many jokes that we've heard over our whole life that we all repeat and you hear in movies, you hear on TV that just aren't true. That just aren't true. Can you think of any of them? Like, do, do you know what I mean? Can you give me an example? I'll tell you the one that I was going to talk about here. Perfect. And you tell me if anything else comes to mind. All right. What about this joke that I don't totally understand where men, because we're all big dummies, can't find the clitoris, Tyler? Ah. Uh, I got to be honest. Pretty easy to do that kind of research, and it's pretty noticeable yeah. in my experience. Sure. You know what I mean? It's like not being able to find the jaguar on the hood of a... Jaguar, Tyler. It's yeah, but not I mean, my fault that they're named the same thing. Yeah, but you search with your nose. That's the whole thing. I do. <laughs> I do. Like a like a very like strange pig looking for truffles. <laughs> I do. No, but it's uh, it, but that is a running joke about oh yeah, my man can't please me. That's like like the joke is well, that's not a joke. Uh, that's not a joke. Every man, your man can't please you. No, <laughs> you call that a fist. No, every man thinks they're good at sex. I, am I right about that? That sounds about right. I would say on average, the, the, your average man will talk up his abilities. But do they believe it though? 
Oh, I don't know. Yeah, now that's I a great. Know. I think all guys think they're good at sex. I go the other way. I just tell people I'm terrible sure. at it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. This and is going to be a terrible experience. <laughs> I am so sorry for your loss. <laughs> hey, let me prove myself right here. Allow me to sign your community waiver as you do this. Sure. Thank you so much. I think you can get four hours for being here for 15 minutes. But But I think that there are a lot of women or other men that have sex with men. I, I, I am, have I covered all my bases there? Uh, I mean, that's very specific, but go on that are, that go unpleased during sex. So not all guys can be good at sex. You know what I mean? Or women. Well, I mean, of course there have to be people out there that are bad at it. Sure. Right here, guy. Do you think you're bad at sex? No, no, oh, I'm, okay. I'm just I, kidding. No, I'm just- Kill Tyler. Yes. Let's do the show. <laughs>